Hello and welcome to this edition of Off The Shelf. Um, me being back as a regular, we have two guest hosts tonight. Introduce yourselves. Uh, ladies first. <laughs> I'm Kathleen, I run the Autobot Headquarters site. Uh, I'm Hayden, uh, I've been on the podcast I think two times before now, so some of you should know me, and uh, yeah, hello. Hello guys, and off the off the bat, Kathleen, thank you for everything you're doing on that website. It's uh, it's come along nicely at the moment. That's fine, Brad. And now we can start getting some of our own photos on there. It uh, it should be a bit more homey. All right, uh, as you know, Transformers Collectors Club. We are on Facebook at facebook.com/groups/transformerscca, or now you can head over and find us on the new website, which is www.autobotheadquarters.net/wp-auto. I might skip the community news, apart from the fact we are doing the um, giveaway this week has got us up to 82 paid and proud members, and we've sitting about 1,012 social members, so it's definitely going up there. As you know, or most most of you should know, on the group, I'm doing the 1,000 member giveaway, which is on at the moment. Um, we've got a Masterpiece Grimlock, G1 Omega Supreme, and a Generations Whirl up for offer. Uh, all you got to do is head over to the website and register and be a member there and post on the giveaway thread on the Facebook group uh, with Till All I Won. And I think we're sitting about 90 people that are entered at the moment, so we're getting a few in. And that, of course, will end this Friday. And I know both of you are in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're getting all these good prizes. I have no choice but to enter. <laughs> Yeah, after the two raffles, I thought I'll go back and do on the good old giveaway. Be nice to add some to my collection. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I'll come out of the survey. Now everyone collects the originals, so I thought I'll have something in there for them as well. At least that way, we've definitely got some activity over on the site because of it, so... Yeah, well, you've got everything there. You've got your Masterpiece, you've got your Generations, and your G1. Yeah. So there's bound to be something that everyone likes there. Yep, that's it. The website will aim to be at all generations and movie as well as all um, Transformer series. So yep. That'd be something for Cover all the bases. Mm-hmm. Because it is really, it's a 30, 30 year old franchise uh, to focus on one series over others is a bit childish. <laughs> yeah, it is. Anyway, um, posts of the week. I don't have a particular post in mind. I just uh, the group's really been full of sales threads uh, this week and uh, even last week. Uh, a lot of stuff, Movieverse to G1, a lot of it's selling, some isn't. But I hope that's just a temporary thing. It's definitely making a lot of people's wallets groan, especially with some of those masterpiece Tell figures. Me. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I saw one really good price this week. I think it was the Stunticons, the, um, I forget who did that, Friends, Fans Project, I think. Yeah, yeah. Their yep. Stunticons. Yep. I think they, they were selling it for 200 or something. Oh, wow. For all of them? I think it was 200. I could be wrong on that, but either way, it was a really good price, and uh, I missed out. <laughs> yeah, it makes me feel sad. I see all these wicked ones that I wouldn't mind, because I'm starting Master Police Collection, and I see them all and I've no money for them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and some of them, they're only lasting... I remember uh, it would have been the start of last week. Within a minute of a member putting up his Masterpiece Skywarp, the original MP06, one person posted or sent him a PM, and I posted pretty much a minute later, and within three minutes that thing was sold. Mm. Um, I missed out on it. it. Just Yeah, some things, they're not... They're not lasting. People are getting home from work and going back and having a look at the group for the day and seeing all these great figures for sale and gone. Yep. Uh, Kathleen, you had something this week you liked? Just during the um, collectors showing off their um, collections, really. The yep. post of how they've got them all set up and stuff looks y- pretty good. Yep. Seeing how different see people. Yeah, how they have their how they have their collections sort of set up and shelves or. All their glass cabinets. Puts me to shame. I'm even too scared to take most of mine out of the boxes. <laughs> <laughs> well, up until up until 12 months ago, all my stuff was on shelves. Just simple 
bolt to the wall shelves, but um, like once Audi had their new uh, glass display cases come in, I sort of jumped on that and have run with that now, even though they're not dustproof, unfortunately. Yeah, sadly, glass cases are hard to come by. Fantastic furniture, you've got to book weeks in advance just to get one. Yep. I've always got to save search on eBay. There's always jewellery shops closing down, stuff like that. Many would have seen in my collections photos, I've got a big white uh, rear-mirrored cabinet that's in a sort of four-way divider. Yes, I'm jealous of that one. I paid $20 for that. It's got... um, Oh, I am so jealous. It's got a downlight in the top Sorry. of each each bay too, and all glass yeah, shelves. Ridiculous. Yeah, all glass shelves, mirrored rear. It's bloody heavy. It'd have to be made out of hardwood. It's it's a struggle with two people lifting it. I screwed it to the wall just so it doesn't fall forward. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I'm jealous of that one. Believe yeah. me, I have I have been tempted to go to my brother's tattoo store and nick his glass cabinets a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but see, it, it was just a simple... It would have been a shoe. Uh, something shoes were on at a boutique or something that I picked up. So there's always something out there. It just depends on what what, uh, what your tastes are, what you want to go for. But it is nice to see um, members posting their collections up. Mm, yep. Hayden, you anything particularly your fancy this week? Uh, no, not really, besides a couple of the sales posts. Um... Everything seems to be going well. I haven't seen many, you know, um, arguments or anything that have been out of line or anything. So the community is going really well together. Oh, uh, they've been happening. <laughs> We've had two this oh, week okay. alone. Seems to be the weekends. People are either getting on the source and trying what they can and can't do or, or something. But Well, they've just come on in a bad mood. Yeah. Yep. Oh, with a thousand members, there's bound to be a few bad apples here and there, but, you know. Yeah, it's sort of, it's going to happen. It all seems to be happening over the movie verse at the moment, which. Yeah. <laughs> I think some people have got a in the clubs just for GI. Hopefully that'll change once we get more um, people in from the different that like the different verses and different series. Yeah. And hopefully the website will help that too, seeing it's going to have Cybertron, Energon, Bayverse, GI, G2. Yep. Yep. Alrighty then. Um, and to finish off on the group news, we are on iTunes. Uh, you head on over and over to iTunes and just look for the proud little Aussie Autobot symbol. The link for that will be in the show notes. That will take us into some news. Again, some of this news is a week old, so it might be sucking eggs for some of it. One of the big things, Wave 2, is... Look, looks like it's arriving everywhere. Uh, I know Big W here's got it out. It seems Big W's the first one to break the release date. Yeah, I was one of the first people to find out since I got to work night shift. Ah, very nice. Didn't they have those though? They couldn't um, scan them or something? Uh, yeah, so if someone managed to find them in store, if they put them on the shelves without a price, um, they managed to get them to a discount. Oh. Um, I got mine for $20 each. Wow. <laughs> Steal. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Did you um was Motormaster appearing with them was or was it just the deluxes? It was just the deluxes, sadly. Um I'm not entirely sure when Motormaster's coming out. Uh it seems like nowhere in Australia has them at the moment. Yeah, because if um, memory serves his box with um another silver bolt. Mm. So I, I heard rumours that um he might be coming out in wave when wave three hits or something. I don't know. Ah. It's a bit weird. Maybe there was something wrong with the mould and they had to redo it or something. Yeah, or most of the shipment's gone to America or wherever else and we miss out once yeah. again. Yeah, yeah, well, I have problem. seen Americans getting it now. Yep, yep. But no, it's good to see. I know there's a few people that have been getting them in. Most of the online resell, uh, sellers have been getting their uh, shipments of Wave 2 in, which are the complete Wave. Although someone was selling, someone had the loose set of Wave 2 for sale the other day under retail it had been opened without the packaging but could have been a cheap way of getting the full set without uh, waiting that extra time but as we all know you pay a premium to get them straight away oh yeah I paid I think $35 to get my air raid in early 
Ooh. And yeah, like I said, I picked up all the others for twenty dollars each. Yeah, that's all right. You made that up happens. for it. That happens though. You you find yeah. a figure you like it, you grab it, and then later on, you, a couple of days later, you find it for a bit cheaper. Well, especially with the way retail is here, like a lot of the generation stuff we've seen that come out last year never got here, and then to come around the corner and see oh, eight silver bolts on the shelf and only one set of limbs for him. It's sort of one of those things, if you don't get it now, will there be a restock next week of it? Uh, I know my local Target, it hasn't been restocked. There was two two sets of each limb and eight silver bolts, and they have not been restocked since then, and they were only there for, they went in the following week and they were all gone. It was the same with the, the four Cybertron combiners. I turned the corner and seen them all sitting on the shelf one Thursday afternoon and gone, honey, go and get the trolley. <laughs> And um, and never seen a single one again after that. So it's it's one of those things. If you if you got the money to do it straight away or throw them all straight on lay-by as soon as they get in the store, and then if you do find them later, you can probably cancel the lay-by and lose your four dollars fee or whatever it is. Four yeah, bucks. Yeah, or yeah, or you can just wait. Like I picked up. Oh, spoiler for later. Uh, the generations Jetfire. I got that for thirty-five bucks. Jeez, that's pretty good. Because it's it's been released for nearly a year, so sometimes it's, it's handy handy to wait, but sometimes you might not see that figure ever again. Being in retail helps, though, because um, you never know like something might come in that you want. At least you've got first practically first dibs on it. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that's what I did when the Wave 2s hit, um, because my store decided we're not going to put them on the shelves because they don't have a price. And I was like, oh, well, I might just chuck some in lay-by if that's all right. And they were like, yeah, you can do that. And I walked in the next day and bought them. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I have to get you get me some. <laughs> yep, where are you going? <laughs> well, I work in retail myself, but not in that area. Uh, well, yeah, I, I was lucky. I wasn't... Uh, meant to be working in toys that night but um they put me in there anyway so huh. win-win yeah things happen for a reason <laughs> mm. yep all right um we're getting masterpiece blue streak in he's coming into tru which will be the hasbro version which uh look out for another large box with a small car in it <laughs> proud was the same as well kathleen you haven't got any mps yet have you apart from the prime no, just the Prime, I'm hoping to get into them a bit more. I've pre-ordered one of the new Primes with the trailers that one of the guys on the web, the forum was advertising. Oh, yeah, yep, the new uh, the new reissue for June. Yeah, I want to get a couple of couple more of them. Yep. Mostly, a, mostly an Optimus collector myself, but I do enjoy Bumblebee and Jazz. Yep. Yeah, well, the, uh, that Blue Streak, or the Datsun Mold... Um, I quite like it. Prowl is probably the number one you'd go to out of the three, but I haven't looked lately to see what Takara's uh, selling their MPs for on eBay or anything now. You can be sure this fella's going to be around $100, if not more. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, Prowl's stuck, stuck on the shelves for a fair while from what I saw, and, you know, releasing the same mould for the same price when the first time was around for ages. Yeah. I just don't think it's going to sell that well. Well, you still see people post photos on the group now when there's a uh, Magnus... There's normally a Magnus, a Prowl, and a Sunstorm. Yeah. Still sitting on shelves at at TRU, so... It wouldn't be good business sense for them to have it as the same price, but... Knowing them, they'll just get half the number in now and not and not worry about it. once they're sold out, they're gone. Well, you got to think of it. Some Transformers are more popular than others. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm pretty sure this is only the silver one too. It's not even the blue, blue streak that they're redoing. So people, especially now it's been announced, people might just wait for that now. Yeah, well the thing is, like the masterpiece ones I've noticed because I've been looking them up for the last couple of days because I'm after a Rodimus one. Yep. Um, it seems that like Ultra Magnus, Rodimus, Optimus, and all that are going for the higher range prices, and Blue Streak and all that are going for the shorter range prices. Mm. They're a lot cheaper. Yep. Yep. Well, now I know who's bidding against me on the <laughs> on Rodimus on eBay because <laughs> I'm uh, after him too. Yeah, I can't afford it. <laughs> 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 uh, no, nah, after playing with that thing at Supernova, I'm definitely interested in getting one now. Yeah, 
It's not as bad as I thought. No, they're not they. Mm. I wish I could, but I won't have that kind of money until tax time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we've got our first inbox images of the Platinum reissue of Blaster and Preceptor, the G1 bots. It's probably not the best that they both come in the same box. Some people only want Blaster, some people only want Preceptor. But at least they're the G1 colours. Yeah. Oh, uh, I've got a Preceptor and he's broken, so I'll definitely be looking for this. Uh, price withstanding, of course. Being a premium reissue, it's going to be a Toys R Us exclusive, so... Yeah, you're probably going to be looking at about 150 for it. And I don't think we've got a Toys R Us over here in Tassie, so I'm... Ah, uh-huh. Can you shop with TRU online? I might have to try that. I wouldn't mind the blaster. Yeah. I wasn't really a receptor girl myself, but I didn't mind the blaster. Yeah, just be careful when you're looking at an ordering, because I know if you, uh, if you, like, go to buy any of the Generations figures, they'll just grab one out of the box and put in there. You can't actually say, I want Air Raid or I want uh, Drag Strip. You can only order Generations Deluxe one of and they'll just put whatever in there. That doesn't seem to make sense to me. Yeah, I know. Probably have to ring them first or something if they've got a contact number, let them know what I want. Yeah, or you might be able, depending on what the price is for them, you, we might be able to have someone on the group that can get them in. Mm. Get them in for cheaper or at least get them in and you'll just have to pay the uh, box that big. It's probably going to be about $15 postage to get them sent down there to you. At, yeah, at least, at least they're in their G1 colours, so... Yeah. It raises a bigger question mark over what the hell happened with the, the last two. Maybe they're just differentiating, trying to figure out whether or not people want different paints or they want the same paint. <laughs> yeah, but they could make half. They could do a second run with half as many units and try a different paint on them, see if they sell. Well, yeah, they might be doing that. Mm. Just so you know, the people buy the first ones, then go, oh, well, now I need to buy the second lot, don't I? Because of the proper colours. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's it. We'll get a, a couple of weeks after they're released, we'll yeah. get a notification that they're, they're doing a proper G1 coloured <laughs> scheme and everyone will just bash out Hasbro. They've seen, they've seen these repaint artists repaint them in the right colours and thought, why didn't we think of that? Yeah, yep. And that's the other thing too, like, we got repainters in the group. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure it's not hard to paint a train completely black. Well, I mean, it's with the, like with the um, new combiners, how they've released the new characters and people are looking for the G1 look and want the original ones. So you have to pay a premium for getting the original missing limb. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's Slingshot on the aerial bots. Yeah. And I saw it was coming up to $60 with postage. <laughs> so... Well, they're going to bleed you for every cent they can. Yeah. Whereas you could probably get one of the um, aerial bots that are already out and just get someone to repaint it for, you know, $50. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With those two being yes. released, that uh, that brings up most of the rumours that we heard from Toy Fair in Australia back in February. The only two that are missing from that list is Trypticon and a possible reissue of the Dinobots, so... Next couple of months, next couple of months will be interesting to see if anything more comes forward about them. Uh, well, I did see uh, rumour about some new Combiner Wars listings. Apparently, the Combaticons. Yes, I heard about that. So that's very interesting, as well as um, Rewind, Rekgar, and Autobot Stripes. Mm. So, a couple of different ones there. I'm mm. interested to see what Rekgar looks like. Uh, it's a Legends one, apparently. Uh, would it be a possible repaint of the Defensor motorcycle? That's what I'm thinking it's probably going to be. Hmm. But then again, the way they've been remoulding, it could be something completely different and still have the same skeleton. Well, yeah, I, I'm wondering how the Combaticons are going to look because you've got different vehicles that we haven't seen yet. Yeah, um, but blades blades can be retooled into Blastoff. Yeah, I can imagine that one. And the, um, yeah, Blastoff being done as one of the aerial bots. Well, it'd be two. It'd be Blastoff and Vortex. Yeah, and you've got um, Swindle and Brawl then that need to be... Brawl will have to be a new mould, I know that. Yeah, there's no tank, it might be, uh... Well, Swindle would have to be Rook from Defense... Uh, from, yeah, Defense Thor. Mm. One of them heavy-armoured cars. Yeah. But you, you could tell with the, uh... With Hotspot, he was... He looked just like Onslaught, minus the, uh, fire... Firefight yep, and stuff on the back. 
I've noticed that with a lot of them, they seem to be remolds of other ones. Hmm. They've definitely been designed to be more than one character. Yeah, well, when I was a part of the official Transformers Collectors Club, the figures they gave us were just remolds, renamed. Yeah, yep. I've got one here that looks like Hot Rod, but it ain't Hot Rod. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're releasing an official Hot Rod coming out soon. Oh, don't tell me that. I mean, more money I have to spend out. Oh, no, the Legends like one. one. It's a Legends size. Yeah. I think it's um, Dead End. No. Whatever the whatever the chess piece for Menasaur is, it's that one. Blackjack. Blackjack, yeah. Blackjack repainted a hot rod. Mm. So it won't have the motor sticking out of the bonnet and it probably won't have the big fin on the back either. Nah, I don't want it then. <laughs> <laughs> and we've had news this week of the uh, the fan combiner that Hasbro have been running that I've been calling BS on for a while. It's uh, been revealed to be five combining fembots, and it's called Victorion. Interesting name. <laughs> yeah. With the new um, story, with the comics and whatnot, um, kind of makes sense that they've got a fembot combiner coming out, so it doesn't really fuss me that much. I think it's good. Yep. You know, you've got how many combiner bots now that are just all male, so it's nice to see a little bit of differentiation, I guess. Well, from a female perspective, I think it's good because you look at it from all the... They, what, only had so many female bots, like a leader and all that, and, like, you can't get many figures on them. Yeah. So it's very hard to come by, so them releasing a few more female figures might draw a bit more females into the community too. Well, that's it. We never even got an RC until animated. Yeah. And now... And you know, RC and Wingblade seem to be doing fairly well. Like people have accepted those. And Chromia. Molds. Yeah. RC that did star in Generation One or Two when they were Optimus. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And she was all, RC didn't show up until the actual animated movie. Yeah. Yeah, well, a later one that was before the movie. Yeah, but that's all you've seen. You only seen them in one episode. And that was it. Yep. You didn't even see her in the movie. It's like, what happened to the fanbots, you know? She was in the RC. Yeah, that's that That's that. Uh, that space between season two and the movie that we really need some backstory on, but probably never get. Because yeah. all you heard from the backstory was that Alita 1 was leading the fanbots there, and Optimus thought she had been destroyed until he got back there and realised she was still alive and running a rebellion against Shockwave. Uh, and after that, you hear anything else about it. Like, did they stay on Cybertron still fighting, or did they leave Cybertron? You don't know. I was going to say, with the um, new combiner, did people pick out the uh, limbs and torso, or is Hasbro deciding on that? As in so, as in what they're going to be remolded? Yeah, are they, are they going to be entirely new characters, or have they decided, you know, maybe we'll put RC as the... Oh, God, um, won't, that, won't that annoy people? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be interesting, though, to get, like, the existing female characters and have them combine. Yeah. You never know, they may even just decide to cross universes too and bloom and take like Black Arachnia or something. I can't remember what the other female bot was in Transformers Cybertron. Um, she was a racing bot. Oh, yeah, I her remember that one. Me at the moment, so they could end up using her mm. as well. Yeah. Well, there you go, she's a repainted drag strip. Yeah. Just uh, remove the rear wing and paint it pink. Or put that purpley colour. Um, I mean, you look at it. They changed the they changed the fembots in the movie, the second movie. They were bikes. Yeah. When us, it was originally a vehicle. Yeah. Well, Chromia could be a repaint of um, the bike. Yeah. I mean, all the girls come RC and Alita will come as bikes. Yep. They were known as the RC triplets, which I never got. Like, why call them the RC triplets? triplets when a leader was the actual leader mm. yeah well I haven't heard anything relating to names uh, what modes they're going to have or anything like that so the next week or so we'll probably start getting some uh, prototyping images or something coming up about them be nice to have some more fembots yeah well they've proved they're sure they've proven it by now especially in the generations line that it's not a ma- oh it might be a male dominated collector's 
thing, but the Fembots still sell. Like, you look yeah. to try and find RC now, or even Chromia. I know Joel's only selling RC if you buy something else with it, just so you can... They're doing a second run of the Takara RC, because it was so popular. Yeah, is that that's the open hand one though, isn't it? I'm not entirely sure what that yeah, one is. Yeah, I can't I remember which one Big Bad Toy Store got. Both. Yeah, well I'm currently looking for like the Fembots, and I've had that much trouble finding them. Yeah, because you'll never see them at retail, over here. Uh-huh. I mean, just for one figure alone I found the other day, I don't know if she was a fan-made one or what, or a repaint or something, but they wanted like three or four hundred bucks for her. Yeah. So I was like, can't afford that. <laughs> I think most of the fanbots that people like myself might have is just the Bay, Bay Universe ones. Yeah. Because they're pretty easy to come by when they first come out. Yeah, I never got RC. I got, uh, I got Chromia. Oh no, I did get RC as well. Well, I've got two lots. I've got the repaints and also the ones still in the boxes. Yep. I've seen someone try and do a, um, actually get them to combine, but I don't think it was an official, an official. I know that the repaint guy that I go through has done a combining with them. Yep. He's also, but he's also done that with Jetfire Optimus, so. Oh, okay. And that'll end out Hasbro. Uh, Takara Tomy have released prototype images of MP26 revealed as Road Rage, uh, which again is just the repaint of tracks. Uh, we know there's a bit of a head sculpt difference, but we haven't seen or heard of any accessories that are going to come with her. Isn't Road Rage is female, isn't she? Um, yes, so this is their first female MP. Ah. Yes, which but I think it fits with tracks, though, because... From what I've seen, her body is a lot different in tracks. Yep. Well, I, I think it's interesting, though. It's uh, sort of like what they did with Exhaust. Exhaust was so popular um, using the wheeljack mold um, from a character that I had no idea about. So it's interesting to see that they're doing another one, and it'll mm. be interesting to see how well it does. Yep, they might be doing what they're doing with Generations and testing to see if people want female MPs as well. Oh, man, if they released a... Uh or hinted at an MPRC. I think a lot of people well, lose their mind. That's what they're doing, just going, okay, well, we'll test this with a remold and see if people want this. If they do, well, might consider doing a Fembot. Yep. Mm. Yeah, no, definitely interesting to see where they go. Where they go from here. There's Diaclone, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think that's what um, Exhaust was as well, wasn't he? He was a Diaclone yeah. or something? Yeah, because I think she's going to be red, mostly red. The head sculpt looks nice, though. Yeah. yeah I prefer it over Exhaust. Yeah. I wonder how much of his uh, sale was um, caused during the controversy. Yeah. If, if it was just released, whether it would be as popular as he is now. But well, I think it's funny that they haven't even they haven't released him yet, have they? And they're already announcing a pre-mold, recolor? Yeah, no, he's not out. No. We've only just got full colour shots of him. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to one-two it pretty quick. Wouldn't be surprised if they turned up on the shelves at the same time. Or at least for pre-orders anyway. Into some third-party stuff. War in Pocket. Uh, DX9 have released peaches, uh, pictures of their attempt at a miniature Devastator. All their War in, po- uh, yeah, War in Pocket line are meant to scale with the Generations Metroplex. And it looks like he's being cut off at the knees as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a couple of weird-looking photos there, but... um. It's interesting. I mean, it looks like a really good mold, like the details there. And... Because scale-wise, it's going to be about Voyager size, so he's not going to be about the same size as the original G1 Devastator was anyway. Yeah. Yet, he has the six uh, constructor cons that are all fully transformable. Yeah, I'd definitely be interested in picking this guy up. Yeah, I imagine he'll be uh, slightly expensive, though. Yeah. Considering the amount of third-party work that's going into it, and yeah. figures. Yeah. Sadly. And it's one of those things. You're going to have 150 bucks. Do you buy the new generations one coming out, or do you buy this guy? Well. Yeah. I think they're yeah, going to be about the same price, and you got a completely different yeah. scale. Yeah, slightly different scale. <laughs> yep. You got to think of it this way too. People out there do have different opinions on different figures. Like they may yeah. prefer the third-party one over the other one. Yep. Well, I mean, people are still comparing the one that's coming out from Hasbro to, um... Oh, I forget what said. Party made the last one. Herc and Titan. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's that's a completely wrong thing to be doing because their masterpiece figures like the pound part there, the parts count on giants is so so high, and that's why he's worth four hundred and fifty to four hundred dollars. Yeah, and I'm just starting to wonder if it's just me, but the um the the figures that have come out for the last movie they're looking even worse than what the first three waves were. Yeah. They look cheap and nasty, and Optimus doesn't even look like Optimus. He's <laughs> got this big bulky thing on his back. Oh, the backpack. Oh, it's just that big bulky part when you transform him. It sits there, and I just don't like it. Yeah, with the back wheels and everything there. He's supposed to be more streamlined in the new movie, but the toys are absolutely bulky and disgusting. Yeah, and that's something That's something that um, they got lost in translation between the people doing the the uh, concept art and the people that have to actually try and make the toys afterwards. Yes, they wanted to go for more more robotic, more sleeker looking bots with less car kibble. Well, what's that car kibble they need to uh, engineer in toy form to hide the robot and they just couldn't do it, especially with Prime, like not without the price point rising dramatically to try and get it to do do more than it already was, so I mean I've noticed a few good ones out there, but the ones that mostly the toy shops over here at the moment are stocking are just the you know, cheap, bulky ones that don't look very good. The shampoo bottles. <laughs> they look like Yeah. Oh, even today like having a look at the um I think they're a three step Voyager for the new cartoon. I just I couldn't justify spending forty bucks on them. Nah. I mean I think that's the only reason I haven't gotten Optimus from the new movie yet because none of the toys that they've bought out so far have reached my expectation. Yeah, I think the um the evasion mode prime's the only one worth getting out of the movie line for him. Yeah, which yeah. I'm looking for. Yep. Although the uh the leader, if you can re- remove the backpack on the leader, the second release of the leader, it's um, it's not too bad, but that's definitely not on my shelf anywhere. It's in the kids' toy box. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why I'm going to go through Joe Wong, and he's actually um, from the custom place I go to, and he's actually going to get one of the figures and actually make him look like Optimus from the movie. So. Yep. It's the only way you can do it. Yep. I can hear the screams now. Michael Bay is hard at work on Transformers Five after the. Uh, <laughs> After the outburst we got and everything on the group, I don't think we need to go any further into it. Whether he's back directing or whether he's just there as a producer, he's still involved. He's made over four billion for Hasbro, <laughs> so. Well, there's been so many rumours though. One, he said he wasn't—he was only doing this last one, and he wasn't doing the next couple, and. Yeah. Then, um, that thing about Peter Cullen he was not very happy about the line which we all know which line that was Yep. yep. my guess is when he said he'll kill the human mm. and, um, Peter Cullen wasn't very happy about that line he reckons it's taking too much of a dark and it's odd it. yeah it's, it's odd he's brought it back out now because he said the same thing when the movie was released last year he came out and spoke to someone about it he said but, it's heading in too much of a darker direction and he'd rather see it go... I think he said he'd rather see it go back to more of the GI storyline. Well, members that uh, went to his panels at Brisbane, mainly at Supernova last year, said he was talking about that. Mm. How he wanted to see Prime sort of return more to the original... More of a hero, but... With well, I, it. Can underst- I can understand where he's coming from because in one of his past interviews he said that Optimus was... He went in there when he did the interview and he, he literally moulded Optimus in a way of after his brother who was a, a war vet. Yeah. So I can see where he's coming from. And from the last couple movies where Optimus has been, you know, in that dark stage, it's like it's not, it's not true to crime. It's not true to... Who he is. Well, it's going to be interesting the new direction the movies are going to be taking and where they're going with them. They want to go out into the Transformers universe and explore other. The expanded universe they're hoping yeah. to start, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so what are we looking at here? Like Beast Wars coming back well, as a movie? One, or... <laughs> one thing I can't understand is people saying we'd love to see Unicron in it. Yep. 
but how will that work because of the way he's done it? It just some things just don't add up. Like Cybertron seems to be destroyed in Dark of the Moon. Yeah. So how would Unicorn fit in that? Will he come after Earth? And another thing I couldn't understand about Age of Extinction, like Prime right. was a knight, yet he, could, he didn't seem to. We'll do it, okay? In any of the parts of the movie, he didn't mention that. Yeah, and that's it. Like Cybertron was. He seemed to forget so much stuff about being a knight. He didn't know who the creators were and all that. Yeah. He was their knight. He would have known who the creators were. It just didn't seem to make any sense to me. Yeah. The um, I'm gonna say it was the Transmissions podcast had a uh, had an interview with Aaron Archer towards the end of last year and he actually said in that interview that um, I'm pretty sure it was him anyway or might have been one of the uh, production designers or something they had about 45 minutes of script and story and concept art explaining the origin of the Dinobots and why Knight was a Prime uh, why Prime was a Knight <laughs> and that all just got cut and dumped on the editing floor yeah and like it, it doesn't make sense we don't know what happened to Sam, we don't know what happened to Carly, we don't know mm. what happened to Lennox and all that. They knew about the Autobots, so how did the that group that yeah. was after him? Yeah, it's almost like that. Quiet. It's almost yeah. like that magic reset button that's been hit between each movie. <laughs> yeah. How do we know that you know Lennox and all that wasn't killed off? We don't know. Yeah. We don't know what happened to him. It just doesn't explain that. It just doesn't fit in with. I've noticed that with this several the several time the movies. They just don't seem to make any sense. They seem to be jumbled up, and there's well, no storyline. They line. had the comics that went with the movies that seem to explain a fair amount of. Yeah, stuff but they didn't. But they didn't have any of them between AOE and Dark of the Moon. Yeah, which they sort of removed the comics, and there goes a lot of the understanding. I think. I think yeah. the comics were yeah. a big point in explaining the storyline. Yeah, Just and they. Yeah, and they did. I got, I got the, um, I got all the comics that went between the movies. Yeah. And a lot of the stuff was explained to a point. Yeah. Like, like uh, Shockwave's Energon driller that was flying, uh, digging around in Dark of the Moon. Yeah. It was sort of half explained how it got there, and how the like the RC triplets and that were there, and how yeah, where also brains. What happens to the twins? I believe. Yeah, where brains comes from and. They did bring out Transformers Beginnings. It was like in a comic thing on a DVD, and it actually um, told you about how Sam Wickie's great-grandfather or something found Megatron and all that. So even that'd be an alright story. I'd like to see how he got him from Antarctica back to America and keep him frozen the whole time in the in the yeah. 1700s. But well, I actually think they did, they did do a comic on that. Well, Sector 7. DVD one I've got Transformers Beginnings it shows him in like he's explaining it how Megatron was found and the symbols and they've got him in the loony bin oh yeah yep yeah and they're doing that part I haven't finished watching it all yet but it just seems to explain what happens before Sam and Optimus and all that come into it yeah so it'd be nice to see them do something like that to explain what happened to the Nest team what happened between the movie and that how the other Autobots were killed we know that Ratchet was killed in the first part of the movie, but we don't know what happened to all the others. Yeah, we get we get oh, two seconds. Happened. We get two seconds of footage of um, Leadfoot being shot, and yeah, and like it doesn't explain it. Like, how did they just how how were they able to like from what I've seen, they were hiding the fact that they were hunting Autobots. They were saying to the government, "Oh, it's Decepticons." Yeah, yeah. How did I'd like to know how they explained that? Where were the Autobots? What happened to them? Did they leave planet? Did they blow and blah? It just doesn't seem to. It just has too many gaps. Yeah, and that the biggest issue there is writing. They had they had sort of an alright story with the 07 movie, and then they had the disaster that was Revenge of the Fallen, mm. and then just having either the same or getting new writers in to uh, chop and change scripts and everything else, and it's just even going into Age of Extinction, it's just been a complete failure yeah. from a writing I mean, point. I love the movies, I'll say that, but it's just that the story, like, at least with G.I., the movie, and G, then G2, at least it made sense, it followed along the line, but the movies, it's, the first one was fine, the the storyline was good, the second one was a bit okay, because it explained more of the origins of the primes, yeah. the, you know, 
it talked about Sentinel Prime and all that and a bit more of the war on Cybertron, but Age of Extinction just didn't make any sense because, mm. as I said before, if Prime was a knight and he worked for the creators, why didn't he remember all that? But he remembered when thing we took him on the ship, he remembered the ship. Yeah. So why is he remembering some things and not the others? It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, just little things were touched on here and there and never fully explained or explored like the whole thing with the Fallen and that was never explained how he like how he was pretty much the the symbol of the Decepticons and yeah it only explained how he became the Fallen yeah it didn't explain why he joined up was he the original leader of the Decepticons how did Megatron get involved and yeah well that's where the comics come in well yeah yeah there was that comic It's just that it, it, it would have been nicer if they actually had written a storyline and just stuck to that whole storyline through the movies. Expanded on it for each, yeah, each movie. Instead just coming up with a totally different idea every time they bring a movie up. Yeah. Yeah. But as as for where where an expanded universe can go, well, they could go the uh, Unicron trilogy and say, yes, there's a beast planet, there's a speed planet, whatever else... Transformers escaped Cybertron during the war and started their own thing on another planet or I can't I can't see it being completely in space just for the CG budget alone yeah from what we've seen of the little previews I mean there was one of Michael Bay standing next to Bumblebee on a wharf or something so yeah. I and think it's going to be half in space and half on Earth because I think the hint that you get that a lot of people say, oh, well, Optimus won't be in it because he's in space. But I think one of the hints that you get that he'll be back is Megatron se- says at the end. Yeah. We'll meet again time because I'm reborn or something like that. You well, know, that's it's it. It's the hint of what's going to happen in the next movie. But what gets me is um, they've only followed a few things from the line. Like, they've, yeah, they've used a prime dying. Um, they've taken from the ma- they've taken the Matrix from the movie, but the Matrix... The, Matrix totally different. Yeah. It just didn't, like, it was supposed to hold the wisdom. Instead of being a key for an Energon Harvester. <laughs> yeah, yeah so well, it's it was like, funny. In the comics, they mentioned that the Fallen created a uh, fake Matrix and that exploded on him. Oh, okay. He tried to use the Harvester and that turned him into sort of what he is. Yep. Flaming skeleton sort of body. Yep. That's been so long since I've read those comics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to pull mine out and read them. <laughs> But that's the thing. I mean, if I think a lot more people would have liked the series if they had, a, a, like, all one storyline. Yeah. Tumbled. And you can have human characters there. Just have someone that's interesting be a human character. Well, I mean, I did like Kate Yeager out of the the Age of Extension. He was a good character. Yeah, I, I do like... It was cast wrong, though. He isn't, like, running away all the time and screaming, What, 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 what? Yeah, yeah. it was cast yeah, wrong, though. He, he had a bit more depth to him than Sam. No offence to Sam, I like Sam, but he was constantly, you know... He didn't seem to... Like, yeah. at least he was willing to try to, you know, fight in that. Yeah, but, and that, that could be the direction, too. Like, you can just say you're a teenager, you're running, screaming, run away, and act like that. Yeah. Well, he's saying, you know, I want to help, I want to help, I want to help, and he never does anything. Like. Yeah. Well, he's, yeah, like, with Cade Yeager, he's like, you know, what if you had human help? You know, he wanted to get in there, he wanted his life back, but he also wanted to help them. Yeah. So, you Hand know... Hand me my alien gun, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I like it with me. It's a spaceship! You try to get insurance on a spaceship! <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, I mean, I did like Sam, but... He just didn't have, like... He wasn't... He wasn't really good. Backplugging that. They would help the Autobots out a lot more. Wait, so they'd even fight. But when you go to the Carly and the Sam, they were nothing like the characters. Yeah, and that's like... Well, Sparkplug... We could have had a Sparkplug-type character acting with uh, Ratchet. Mm. Back at wherever... Back at Nest or wherever else, building stuff instead of Q... <laughs> And I mean, it would have been nice to see, like, you know, Daniel in it. Yeah. You know, if they were going to do Age of Extinction instead of, like, as I said, like, Katie Ager, why not have had it Daniel, the, the 
son or something of Sam and Carly. Well, they might feel like they've missed their opportunity now that they've done four movies and, you know, they can't really introduce more characters. I think they're going to be sticking with... all the old characters out. You just don't know what happened to them. Yeah, Yeah, well, that's it. I think they're going to keep with Cade for the moment just because, you know, they can't really introduce a third main character, I guess, over the series. Yeah. Yeah, but it would be nice for them just to bring something out that explains what happened to Lennox and all that. Because you wonder what happened, like, was him and his family killed for knowing about the Autobots? Well, after after doing what they'd been doing for three films, how could you, how could you go back to a frontline unit in Iraq or something? You couldn't, you'd yeah. be out, you'd, you'd pull yourself out of the army, you'd have to. Yeah, but that's the thing, no one knows what's happened, because yeah. they can explain that. Yeah, all we know was that the nest was closed down, so... Yeah, so we don't know what happened to the soldiers, because you think Lennox would say to them, what's going to happen to the Autobots? You know, he's going to ask all these questions, and what if he's asked all these questions and they've had him killed? We don't know. Yeah. It'd be nice to find out what happened to him all though. Yeah. Yep. Especially when they've spent so much time... Especially when they've spent so much time on the characters in previous films. Yeah. Because you don't know what happened. Like, there was a few Autobots that survived. That's what I couldn't understand. The twins were missing. Um... You know, oh, yeah, that was explained in the comics. Yeah. yeah, it was explained in the comics, but, you know, there was a few that were missing that survived in Dark Side of the Moon, but we don't know how originally it started. We All Prime says that he, he he was ambushed. Yeah. It doesn't explain how lockdown made the deal with them, with the humans. It doesn't explain anything well, like that's, There could have been a movie between the two, and there should have yeah. been. Or they could have, you know, if they... Like, some people say the scripts were written before the other one was finished. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. They could have added something onto the end where Chelsea, Casey Grammer's character is meeting with Lockdown and talking about it or something. Mm. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, all you know that if they've made some sort of deal, but how did they get in contact with him? How was the deal made? Stuff like that. Yeah. It, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, why didn't Lockdown just shoot him as soon as he come up to him in his helicopter? Yeah, I know. It's like, you know, yep. how did they do it? Did Lockdown come to them or did they go to Lockdown? Mm. We don't know. Yep. But anyway, we could continue all night on this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what have we got? I'm going to new additions. Hayden, have you brought anything this week? Um, I actually got two things. Um, I got the Iron Factory Maiden, which is the legend size Windblade figure. Oh, yes. Um, that's actually really good. I like that. And a bit of a random one that people are probably going to hate on for when I say this, I bought the um, Legends Fallen. <laughs> Where's What's um, that from? I had to get that from eBay because I don't think that was sold in Australia. I didn't um, even know it was released. wanted a Fallen figure and you know, the Legend one looked like the best one to get. And so I picked that up, and that was good. Got that from eBay. I've checked it out, because I knew the Voyager. Um, yeah, and there's two different Voyagers as well, which I wanted to get the blue version of him, which comes with his staff and removable face, but that's oh, very yep. expensive. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that must must have been an end of wave thing. Yeah. yeah, but I think the Legend one holds up fairly well compared to the original Voyager that was released. Ah, oh, nice. But, um, yeah, that's all I uh, got. Um, I have one waiting on from eBay. I picked up the newest Voyager Predaking from oh, Transformers yeah. Prime. Yep. Um, that one looks pretty good. That's, uh, that's the reason why I asked the question today on uh, the site. Um, do you prefer simplified Transformers or not? Um, because... This one is fairly simplified, but it does much better than the original Voyager, I think, and it's leader-sized. Yeah. It's Voyager. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's about... That's that's the that. that's that real big one. No, yeah, with the 18-inch yeah, wingspan or whatever it is. Uh, no, no, not that one. Um, it's about the same size as that one, though. But this one's a Voyager. No lights or anything, and the head oh, can okay. actually move. Yep, yep. Yeah, well, it's just it's proof that they can simplify a figure without it being too simple. Yeah, yeah, and, like, because they simplified it, they could make it bigger as well. So this thing, 
uh, towers over, uh, for example, um, of Asian Optimus. Yeah. It's much bigger than that. Yeah, yeah. It's about the same size as the leader size. Well, I've got my Voyager Megatron from Prime sitting on the back of it. Mm. And it actually scales quite nicely, but... Mm. Ah, very good. As I said earlier, I got uh, Generations Jetfire come in this week. Fellow podcaster Jason picked it up for me while he was in Singapore, which is why it was only $35. <laughs> but, um... It was a Hasbro version, so it's got the chrome paint on it, which I didn't have any issues with. Unlike a lot of people crying about the chrome paint when it first came out. Now that I've got it out of the box, I can see how delicate that paint is. It still doesn't worry me that much. Well, they came up with a solution to get rid of the chrome fairly easily. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll let it fall off in its own time. Yeah, yeah, like I've got mine sitting next to me right now, actually, and... um. You know, it's still got its chrome on, and it's fairly well. It's got a few bits of wear and tear here and there. Yeah, Jet- isn't Jetfire the one that looks like Rick Hunter's um, Veritech from Robotech? Yeah, yeah, it looks like a Gundam figure yeah. or Gundam Jet anyway. I've noticed on eBay a lot of them are being sold as a Veritech. Oh, okay. People get them mixed up constantly. <laughs> I actually have Rick Hunter's Veritech, uh, the Skull one, and somebody said to me, Oh, you've got Jetfire! <laughs> no, not Jetfire! Uh, wrong series. Wrong series, mate. <laughs> yeah, but I, I had a go at um, transforming, and I got it mostly mostly transformed. I know his legs aren't where they're supposed to be, because the uh, wheels aren't pointing down, but I'll have a look at a review later on. Check out uh, Kathleen in Melbourne, Kathleen's Clutter. I'll see what uh, how she got the legs to fold in at a later stage, but um, yeah, that was my, I've got a few coming in, um, I got found a wheeljack last week, a masterpiece wheeljack, so it should be here tomorrow or the next day, so I'll be happy to get that in. But, um, Kathleen, you buying anything this week? Uh, or in well, the last couple of weeks? Just what I've organised with you, with the Rodimus statue, and I've talked to somebody and I'm organising to get some... Um, Figures off them an Optimus Prime, an Optimus Optimal, and a Rodimus. Ah, nice. Nice. Alright, um, don't have any feedback this week, so that'll round us out. Uh, thank you all for listening. You can find me on Facebook and uh, all those usual places. Uh, Kathleen, where can we find you? Find me on the um, Facebook group, or you can find me at Autobot Headquarters. Yes, and Hayden? Uh, you can find me on the Facebook group. I'm usually commenting and posting my own stuff there, so I'll talk to everyone on there. Yep, and uh, once again, that's facebook.com slash groups slash transformerscca or head over to the website www.autobotheadquarters.net slash wpauto and uh, you can register over there. Uh, paid and Powered links up. We've also got the link to the podcast and the Facebook group there as well under the TCCA section. Um... Kathleen's updating the gallery at the moment and uh, members can get into contact with her if you want to uh, update your collection photos for the galleries. All, all I need is their um, name and an email address for them. Yep. And I will add a folder for them to the um, Collectors Club folder and they can upload their collection to the folder that's under their name. Lovely. So... That'll give you a good chance to show us what you got, gloat, and uh, everything else. So, thanks for listening, and um, for this week, I've been Brad. I've been Hayden, and I've been Kathleen. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you all next week. Goodbye. download this latest episode of Off the Shelf, the voice of the Transformers Collectors Club Australia. For further information, check out Facebook, where we have our Off the Shelf page, hit like, or even check out the Transformers Collectors Club Facebook group. Any and all feedback is more than welcome. Um, You can send email to transformerscca at gmail.com, or head on over to iTunes and leave us a review there. Also, Podbean can have a review section where you can rate us and that way we get out to more people. 
till all are one. Rightio, done. <laughs> Made it all the way to the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, very good. I just wanted to get something out for this week. We um, we recorded the show on Friday night, which was just another off the rails. Just talking about the movie trails that come out last week and that, and I um fell asleep on the floor, said the Arvo, so I didn't meet the uh <laughs> meet the deadline for the record that night. Well, it's been interesting to talk to people about different opinions. I'll say that. Well, that's it, and getting getting the opinion, like not reading it off the screen. Mm. That's one thing we noticed at Supernova: just meeting people in the flesh and not um, not just reading comments and having to put LOL on the end of everything, so it makes you sound interested or whatever else. That's the thing, though. Like uh, the debate with the movie one, is, as I said, it's just a lot of people just don't understand it because the storylines. Yeah, and I'm sure if they'd released comics like they like they had before, in between the two movies, they would have explained well, what had happened. Maybe, maybe Lennox and that were out still hunting Decepticons as mercenaries or something, yeah. which would be an interesting little story. But yeah, but you know, no, they. They may have got the call for. They may have gone with Optimus to answer that call when they were ambushed. Yeah. So we don't know. We don't know because Optimus says he was ambushed, but he didn't say if anybody was with him or what. So it just it just leaves so many questions. Well, that's it with the whole ambush. They could have been called out from Nest and um to go after a possible Decepticon target and found the CIA waiting or. Cemetery wind waiting for him. Yeah, I cannot look at Chelsea Grammer the same way anymore. <laughs> oh my god, it's like I look at him go, "You're evil." <laughs> I can't even watch Fraser anymore because of that. You know, I watched um, the Expendables three the other day, and same thing. I was just waiting for him to pull a gun on Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like no, but we can all see that it's taking a dark turn, and even. Peter Collins said that it's just taking too much of a dark turn. Mm. You'd never see Optimus say that he'd kill a human. But it's sort of, it's one of those things like progression, like back when the 07 movie came out, you would have had 10 year olds going to see it. Mm. Now, 8 years later, or however many years later, those 10 year olds are 18, 19 year olds and are looking for the darker films. Mm. Um, not that it well, excuses it. That Batman and Superman have gone and... Yeah, yeah, exactly. But in a way, I hope they do take Optimus back to his roots because I think if they keep making him too dark, Peter Cullen's just going to throw his hands up and say, I'm not voicing him anymore. Yeah, the truck... That would be a real shame because Peter Cullen is Optimus. Yeah, the dump I've truck won't be big enough. The other series where they've got other people voicing Optimus and it just doesn't sound right. Yeah. Like Cybertron, I think, is voiced by a different person. Gary Chalk done it for most of that, or David... Um, it, he does a good job of it, but he's just not Peter Cullen. Yeah. And it just doesn't sound right hearing something, somebody else's voice coming out of Optimus. And it'd be really stupid to change the voice actor halfway through the movies. Well, that's it. Before the movies, Peter Cullen had done the voice the least out of all the others. Yeah, well, he actually... I didn't understand that, too, because why didn't they get him to do the voice of Ironhide in the um, movies as well? Because he was the voice of Ironhide in the G1 series. Well, yeah, that's it. Instead of getting some uh, semi-known people on board mm. to do voices and that. Like. Yeah, could have saved some money on that. <laughs> yeah. He's done quite a few voices. He's done the voiceover for Voltron, for both of them. He'd done Koran. Yep. I suppose maybe it just saves time. Like, you can't really do dialogue with yourself that well. I was actually recording. I actually was surprised when I found out he did Eel. Yeah, Eeyore. Um, Monterey Jack from Rescue Rangers. Yeah, he's done a fair few. Um, and it was only this week I found the first episode for Dino Riders. Mm. And he was um, in that, and I'm pretty sure that's Frank doing the evil villain too. It sounds like either Dr. Claw or... It sounds just like Soundwave from the second didn't they, movie. Didn't they say the reason they didn't get the original Megatron voice because he sounded too weird? Yeah, but then we got Prime and everyone loved it, so... 
Yeah, well, I reckon they should have just tried. If the voice actors were still around, I reckon they should have just got the original voice actors. Because mm. what was the deal with jazz? Oh, the original jazz voice is dead. Yeah, but what Scat was the deal with him? What's cracking bitches? <laughs> that does not sound like an original jazz to me. No. No, it's, it's sort of going for an updated, um... Yeah, and, like, that's what I can't understand with, um, the new one. They've literally got Springer totally repainted and remodeled, you might as well say. It's like, I was looking at what partner was talking about. He goes, oh, he changes from a helicopter into a thing. I said, yeah, he's modeled after a triple charger called Springer. Yeah, GI and it only, he only does it twice when he doesn't need to. When they're chasing someone, he can easily go into a helicopter and chase them down. <laughs> Yeah, and like the only well, time it actually he seems like does it when it's when it's actually needed is when he flies Bumblebee. I'm thinking, yeah, hey, it's like I'm sitting there watching it the other night on my tablet because I've got the digital copy. And I'm thinking, why don't you just transform into a helicopter? Yeah. Well, it seems like they um combined a couple of characters in the new movie. Um, for example, yeah, you've got Springer there and yeah, Drift combined into one, and Hound is a bit of the Brown. original Hound crossed with. Okay. Yeah, and you look at it, he's actually got another one in him too. It's got a bit of Springer in it, but he's also got Prowl, because Prowl was a bit of a, in the animated series, he was like, you know, samurai. Yeah, yeah. You know, anything? And like, they just, looks like they've just looked at a couple of series going, oh, I like that, I like that, I like that design, I like the way that character does it, I know, mesh it in together. <laughs> well, that's it, they took the main story from animated, so, saying there's a bit of Prowl in there makes sense as well. Yeah, Sentinel Prime crossed with, um... Oh, who's that other Prime? Not Nova Prime. No, no, the one no. that trained Optimus. Vector Alpha Prime or something? Alpha Trine. Alpha Trine. Yeah, Alpha Trine, that's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that seems to be sort of what he was crossed with. Yeah. yeah it just seems weird. I'm looking at all these characters that are coming into the movie, and they're like, that's a cross between that and that. But yeah. Hound, Hound was bulkhead all the way, and maybe a little bit of cup in there. Yeah, he had a bit of cup in there, but the, in QE they also had a bit of, what, Ratchet and Wheeljack? Yeah. With the way, because instead of bringing Ratchet into it, they bring QE into it. Now, I've never heard of QE. Well, and that's, yeah, and that's the thing. It was supposed to be Wheeljack, then they changed the name again before the movie came out, and same with Mirage or Dino. His credit yeah. has been Mirage in the credits. Yeah, it's like, why change the characters? I mean... I would love to see more of the characters like Blue Streak, um, stuff like that in it. It's just that they're bringing all these new characters in, that well, are mashups of old characters, and they just don't make any sense. And that's it. Don't kill off a popular character like Jazz in the first movie. I know. I was so pissed at that. Yeah. Fair enough. They probably didn't have much of an idea of how the movie was going to go, but surely. Surely when Revenge of the Fallen opened, Ratchet fixed him or something, but I suppose it was already in canon then that he couldn't be fixed. But. Yeah, but that's what I can't understand. Why kill the medical officer off in... Oh, I, can, I, I, I can explain exactly why they killed him off, because it's a strategy they did when they released the original cartoon movie. <laughs> and it worked! <laughs> new lot of movies, so a new lot of toy exactly. lines. you kill off all the old characters, introduce new ones, then they can keep, like, how many Bumblebee figures do we have? <laughs> from the movie would you really want that many jazz figures that many no, iron hide figures I think, like, I think the way they know they can't kill Optimus off anymore and they can't kill Bumblebee because they're yeah. the favourites so yeah. you kill them off there's going to be outrage yeah and, but and now that's exactly I reckon it's just to sell figures yeah but now we've had now that Peter's put, putting his two cents in again about voice and prime and prime's supposed to be off in space we can have a movie now with no prime in it yeah, but that's the thing. He's even stated, apparently somebody said he's even stated that he's signed on for the next couple of movies. Yeah. So he's got to be in there because maybe next movie's going to be like, as we said, in space as well as on Earth. So, yeah, maybe there'll be more Transformers introduced. I would love to see a bit some more Fembots, Fembots introduced in the next one. Yeah. Yeah, bring a leader one in or something. A leader one's already been in. Yeah. She was destroyed during. Revenge. Yeah, but she was never she was never named or anything on screen. So you, you could bring her in and just say, "Oh no, that was Chromia yeah. and RC." Or Chromia RC, and there was another one. There was like five Fembots. Yeah. 
So yeah, it's just like it doesn't. This does not make sense. I know. I know. There's a lot of. I know there's a lot of nerd rage at the moment. A lot of people speculating that the start of Transformers Five. Saying if Optimus isn't in the next one, they're not watching it. No, no, no. The the movie will open with Optimus returning to Earth, and that complete saga he's he's at in space is just um either a a couple lines he has to Bumblebee when he gets back or. How is space? Yeah. Now this child's gonna kick your ass. Well, I've got to head off now because I gotta get ready for work. Yeah, I gotta get ready for bed so I can go to work at two o'clock in the morning. Oh, have fun. <laughs> you poor guys, I don't need to work. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for that, and I'll talk to you all next time, hopefully. No. Worries. Yeah, no worries. See you. Yeah. Yeah.